0: this is jeremy mcgrath and now pit pass radio hello again everybody it is pit pass moto racing weekly how are each and every one of you hope you're doing well uh weather is turning in the midwest even as we speak six to eight inches of snow due on today and tomorrow doesn't look any better i know there's a sheet of ice underneath most of the snow, so be careful out there. Unless you're going dirt bike riding, for example, I don't know, Three Palms in Texas. Tony, you were just there. Yeah, it was fun.
1: We had uh, The weather wasn't great, but it was definitely better than this. We went down just kind of a quick weekend. You know, the week before, I was was at the Mojave Desert riding up at Bean Canyon. That was awesome, but uh, doing a little hill climbing. But this weekend, we went down to Texas. I actually drove the Sprinter van down and stopped at Stillwater 500, Guy Cooper's brother's there out riding, he, the dentist that works at the prison, and uh, I hadn't seen him in 20 years. I talked to him, and uh, we got invited to go back to Guy's house. We didn't. We went on down to Conroe and rode in Texas, but so we rode the Stillwater 500, and then we went down to Three Palms and Road and the track's i was feeling pretty good it was i like fun. that
0: yeah it was a good trip and uh you say you took the sprinter down has it got the, uh, the new audio system you've been bragging on about uh has it been loaded no not yet it's got tv okay we're cable we, i'm in we're cable ready wow but we. no it's pretty sweet
1: i got they got it all converted we we built it it's got wi-fi in it and it's got the sweet tv it's got a huge tv in it and
0: Little fridge, and
1: yeah, it's pretty good. Set up nice.
0: It is Pit Pass Radio, everybody. I'm Scott Casper for Tony Wink at Coolant Camp, Roman Avila, and PJ Duran with the Week Off. Our contributors include Chris Bishop and Tommy Boy Halver Center, producers both online and terrestrial, Jack and Leanne Leon. Our guest list, well, it goes a little something like this. From uh, Let's go from last to first, would you, Tony?
1: That sounds fun.
0: All right. All right. Uh, Blaine Thompson is going to be on, who's an off road guy.
1: Uh, currently racing in the Work Series and the Sprint Hero Enduro Series. We've been talking to a lot of those guys. Uh, Andrew Luker, who is returning to the AFT singles class flat track, American flat track racer. Uh, He's going to be on, so a little backstory there, but we'll talk about it with him on the show. Um, Benjamin Smith, who is a road racer. He was the uh, 2017 Moto America KTM RC Cup champ, uh, finished – 2000 series, 18 series, and 18th place. So the super sport. So um, we'll talk to him. So we got some road racers. Uh, Kristen B, who's named Miss Sprint Cup. Um, She's uh, uh, she worked for for a lot of uh, different companies, including uh, pit reporter for the Arena Cross Series. Worked for the X Games um and so the kicker arena cross has kind of been stepping up since yeah. Feld has gotten out of that business so Kristen will be on and then we have Paul Itelli, Austin Paul Itelli, who looked really good this weekend um we've been uh I've been I've known about Austin for a long time when I did the tie loop team uh we talked to Austin a lot because I was just the uh some of my guys were in the LCQ as well so we would uh, see Austin there I talked to him so I've, I've known him for a while and then Ben LeMay who uh has been at Supercross for a while. Um, I think he did some arena cross. If that – yeah, he did some – think thinking he did some arena cross. I think cross. he did too, yeah. Yep, and then uh, he's back to Supercross. So, um, yeah, we saw him uh, 15th place overall in the outdoor series. So mm-hmm. we're – Ben LeMay's up.
0: Yeah, not only is Ben LeMay up, I will tell you, go to Racer X for all the news that's fit to print. Racer X learned through multiple sources, by the way, that uh, uh, the reigning Monster Energy AMA Supercross champ, Jason Anderson, well, he had a big crash while riding on Monday, and is uh, injured his arm. Internal injuries are also suspected. Further medical uh, exploration is due up this week. So we pray for him, and uh, we hope that um, that he comes out of this okay.
1: Broken rib yeah it's a bummer broken rib and and arm and uh surgery required so that stinks for him he wasn't really fun in his mojo and i i think there was something going on and we we've you know we speculated on that um but now he's out for sure so that's a bummer also so is barsha this i think i I had high hopes for barsha this year you know barsha's got a new attitude at least he's portraying a new attitude with with people and a lot of people wrote him off and uh, he was i believe he was very fortunate I think that's
0: part of it though don't you you got to make it or you got to fake it till you make it kind of a thing either you start buying into it and then the fans will and then it becomes No no a this is a different f-
1: deal Scott he was he he was very unpopular with a lot of people We and liked him f- for sure but but uh you know there's a lot of people that turn their back to him and oh. and now he's He uh, is on a factory ride, so it's... Everybody
0: uh, finds the Lord in in different ways. (laughs) That could be a come-to-Jesus meeting. Speaking of that, folks, thanks for listening. Our first guest is waiting in the pits, as it were. He is Ben LeMay. Ben, how are you? How's it going, guys? It the, the the motorcycling business, the industry that is racing, et cetera, is a small family, isn't it? I mean, relatively small. No matter the discipline, you're going to see a lot of the same guys week in, week out, and uh, many times the paths will cross, whether it's through sponsorship or team management or racers or pit guys, uh, crew chiefs or whatever. I mean, you've really got to you know be. I think anyway, be polite to everybody and and put on your put the best uh, foot forward. Yeah
2: yeah definitely you gotta uh you know treat everyone fairly and um definitely don't burn any bridges in this industry for sure
1: ben how is the dirt biking business for you bud
2: uh everything's going good yeah i'm, uh, I'm having a good time you know racing and uh staying healthy and just enjoying it but uh industry is, is treating me well um i've got a great group of sponsors and uh team behind me with the fly tpj racing team um they are helping me out tremendously for Supercross and outdoors uh, coming up this summer. So, um, yeah, I'm doing great. Everything in my corners
1: is uh, working out well. Look pretty good Saturday.
2: Yeah, not too bad. You know, it's uh, it started out a little rough. I, I've been struggling with my one-lap years. Um used to be really good at, at going out and practice and just laying it down and, and getting a good time. but. Maybe that I'm the older I'm getting and not going as fast in practice. I don't know what it is, but um, yeah, I, I was I missed the because for the triple crowns they take the top 18 out of practice and I was 19. Wow! So I missed it by about a thousandth of a second. Um, so I had to go to the LCQ to qualify for the mains, and, which I whole shot and won that. But um, just a race that I didn't want to do and have to, you know waste more energy but uh long term it, it was good got some more track time and main events was was well um i got a fifth, uh, 15th in the last main and i was feeling good so um yeah overall the day was good so
1: i but you probably heard in the open we were talking about i went down to three palms and road this past weekend and so we we go to dinner afterwards we go back to the hotel and and uh before the TV broadcast, took off on at the hotel I get on my phone and I'm watching and I'm watching I'm confused because it's the Triple Crown um and I'm like why am I watching Ben LeMay I think that's Ben Le- LeMay the 90 you're like 907 or is that right 907 uh no um,
2: that was last
1: year Oh that was last year what was it this year I was I was watching some video and I was uh but you you were you were out in the LCQ, and I was you're right, I was thinking nine oh sevens last year, but but you're in the lcq and I was confused like why are we watching lcqs before this the race even starts? and then I remembered it was the the kickoff to the triple Crown it was it was definitely even for just a fan, it was an adjustment. What did you think though, as a rider?
2: yeah, it is it is definitely weird because uh, you do practice uh three three regular practice sessions and then mm-hmm. right after that you go straight into the lcq. Um, and then depending if you make it or not, there's like a three hour break and then you do your main, um, at the night show, but, um, I, I don't like it personally. Um, and I think me as well as a lot of other racers don't prefer it, um, just because supercross is dangerous as it is. Um, and I think with, you know, every time you have to start and do the first couple laps with everybody, um, the risk goes up. Really high for injuries and things to happen, um, and when you have to do that three times, um, it's just it's just not good. Um, and then so for and, and even for guys that are at the top level running one two three four five, I mean those guys are really really pushing it, and I feel like the risk of injuries are pretty high. Um, anything can happen on a, on a start, and then you know you've seen people get landed on. I've landed on people, you know, Just you just never know what's going to happen. Um, so I would prefer, you know, just do a normal heat race and just do a made event. But um, I get why they do it because it is more racing and the the, the shorter motos um, are more exciting for the fans right. um, and I think for the TV as well. So for an entertainment aspect, I get it for sure. It's, uh, it's good in that, that aspect.
1: Well, I'm, I don't know. I personally, I don't know because – it, it, people I think for the um a lot of people that aren't maybe they don't even watch every weekend you know that kind of thing I think that it's confusing and I think that it's maybe their attention span isn't there like I have to I okay so they're all three main events but they average the. Th- you know what I mean there's a reason why outdoor motocross fans are educated and they get it and they, they're going to drive to yeah. the backwoods you know nobody's driving yeah. to spring creek you know millville or, you know in the middle of nowhere in minnesota to, to go watch a race unless they're an educated or they know somebody yeah. that is versus on tv you've got you know you've got all the, the the guys that aren't are you know they're not it's not in their blood like you and i ben that this is all you know. This is this is what we think about. And you're all day. being
0: educated during the race. If you're sitting there watching your TV, yeah, you're being educated by guys that have been there, done that.
1: Yeah, right. So I, I just think that it's maybe it's more entertaining, but um, I don't know if they if they hit a home run. I guess they'll know. I mean, they 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 probably do polls and surveys and who knows what to, what people think. I think it's good that they're doing something different. I'm not sure I like the three moto. You know, the three main event finishing. And like you say, the start, thats the, in my opinion, that's the most dangerous thing in Supercross is the start. And if you want proof, you know, that's where all the crashes are, right? So yeah, um, to have to watch those guys do it three times. And, you know, and you get a guy like, um, you know, I'll use James Stewart because he's not racing. And if I offend him, it doesn't matter. But um, <laughs> when James Stewart would get a bad start, this is dangerous for everybody on the racetrack. Because he's going a different speed than everybody on the racetrack, except for the yeah. front, the very few front runners. So you got to do that. You have a chance to do that three times, right? So you get a um, you get a guy that that uh, you know some of the the hot the top dogs that if they get bad starts, it's three times that they're going to have to go through the pack and sort themselves out and let the pack sort itself out. And the first lap is, I mean, you guys are. are People, if they don't understand, if they don't realize that they should, the things you guys do in just the first lap and a half of a supercross race, most people in the world wouldn't take that risk. They wouldn't. They wouldn't be able to do it.
2: Yeah, that that definitely is true. Um, The top top athletes in the world, they're you know their brains process different than than uh, the average rider. So what the average rider, you know, the decision he needs to make, you know, at the back of the pack um and then if you have a uh, eli or james coming through he decides to triple but this guy's brain says oh, i'm gonna do i'm gonna swerve over here to the right then all of a sudden you know you have an accident so um yeah it, it is dangerous for sure but you know that's just the way it is and i guess that's what we have to deal with now so uh,
1: you're 41 no it just came to me i was watching 41 and i go who, who is that
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not it's not tricking hard
1: yeah it's uh, that's right uh I just drove through through uh, Oklahoma. Actually, saw went through Norman, Oklahoma. And I, we were talking about him. Um, so yeah, the forty one being on that bike. Has anybody you know has anybody come up to you and said anything about it? Like, hey, you're not Trey Kennard? or
2: um, no, not not at the races. <laughs> no, nobody has actually, surprisingly. But uh, oh, actually, a couple of practice tracks when I've been riding. Some people have thought that it, Trey was riding. Is, is, is Trey here? No. I'm,
1: Trey's not riding today. Just, <laughs> Sorry. Just, just somebody else that races Supercross. Yeah, but, I, uh,
2: it's, it's pretty cool though to have his
1: number. I loaned Justin Brayton a, a 450 Honda last year at my track. I didn't even loan it, actually. He just took it out of the garage. And he never brought it back. But, and, sh- uh, but he put all his, his mechanic was there, and he put all his plastic stuff on it, and uh, I never changed it out because I don't know what they did with my other plastic. But um, <laughs> it's funny because I'll unload the bike, and people, I hear all the time, oh, Brayton's here. And then you can't imagine the disappointment when I get on the bike right yeah and uh <laughs> yeah. it's sad, yeah who's helping you go racing ben
2: uh well first off uh ted parks with the t p j uh racing team um they're back with by fly uh fly racing and uh d s c construction um those those supporters there are, are probably the main <clears throat> the main support for getting me from race to race um and then as well as uh um, X goggles. Um, I'm actually, I'm actually one of the, the reps, uh, for goggles. We, uh, my wife and I prep all the goggles, uh, during the week and, um, uh, hand them out to all the, to all our riders at the races.
0: Oh, that's wild. When you say prep, are you, are you putting on taros, or what, what do you do to prep them?
2: Yeah. So we, uh, we clean them, prep them, get all new lenses. Um, uh, if we need new goggles, we know we get shipment in, um, every, every so often. Um, yeah, all, the, all of the above lenses, tear offs. Um, if anybody needs anything special, uh, we we do all of the above. But um, and then at the on the uh, Saturday or Friday,
0: we should do a uh, contest with you.
2: Yeah, so uh, it's pretty cool. And uh, we started last uh, outdoor season, and we're doing all this year and stuff. So it's cool. Uh, really cool to be part of uh, X brand, um, as well as Race tag, Suspension, Sure, um, du- Duval, um OGO. Pirelli, uh, they, they're a big support. Um, Run the Pirelli tires. Um, Bill's pipe, they uh, putting out some really good uh, exhaust system. We've been playing around with some different uh, header pipes and uh, different uh, combinations and stuff. Um, so I have a, you know, I have a few guys that that really have been supporting me for the last few years, and um, just really want to say thank you to everybody.
1: That's cool. It, uh, it's like a family. Ted Parks has been around for a while. He's uh, a guy that. I mean, like in I remember in like oh nine when i was when we first started doing this stuff with the team, he was out there, and uh he's still at it it's uh is he still hitting every race and everything is he driving the truck and everything for everybody
2: yeah he does um his program has really really stepped up uh this year, but also you know the year's uh coming up to this, but this year he's got a semi um so we're in a semi now, and he also has um a, his regular motorhome and trailer that he's had uh, in the previous years um so he runs a program for transport riders where they uh pay ted and they literally just transport bikes and, and gear bags and parts to race to race to race um or then there's the kind of the elite riders which is like myself and austin politelli and, and uh, john short and a few other riders um, that are under the semi sure, um, and we get a little bit more support, and there's uh, certain sponsors that we are stuck to. So um, he has a really good program, and um, yeah, he's uh, at every round helping out.
1: You know that happens more often than people know the the, the, the in situations like that, it happens in GNCC, it happens in National Enduro, um, obviously supercross at Ted parks. There's guys that pay to just be able to show up and and have everything there. And then there's guys like you that, you know, are, are a little faster, obviously, uh, or a lot faster in some cases. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a good situation. It's, it's good that Ted Parks and people like that are out there because it allows you guys to be able to go racing. Are you making any money, Ben?
2: Yeah, I'm making, uh, making a decent amount of money. Um, not making a salary by any means, but I, I have some bonuses from sponsors that, when I do good, I, I make money. So good. Uh, that's kind of a little bit of motiva- motivation when I'm out there. It's like, you know, just try a little bit harder and get a, fill your pockets a little bit more.
0: Good Incentivize. Man. I like it. Yep. Incentives. Um, you know, this is appropriate then, I, I guess, that, you know, this portion of our program and this interview with Ben LeMay brought to you in part by our good friends at Fly Racing. And Fly Racing, of course, is the one who invented the first true lightweight racewear that came to the market the original gear line to define the minimalist lightweight category. But when you're first, you've got to do one thing. That's stay on the gas and fly continues to develop and improve this premium gear with the addition of the BOA system. The revolutionary waist adjustment system offers fast and on-the-fly micro-adjustability with a truly dialed and fit. A simple turn of the dial delivers unparalleled performance, comfort, and convenience. Visit flyracing.com for more details. And you never know who you might see on flyracing.com you may see Ben LeMay Ben appreciate the time man appreciate it and have we nailed all your sponsors that uh, you want to bring up yeah yep well good on of you man appreciate that you, yeah thank you, you for ge-
2: having me on it was a good time
0: yeah you guys are what heading to Oakland next right
2: yeah I'm driving up uh, I'm not in California right now Okay. Uh, so the west Coast round so Thursday we're driving up there
0: good well, luck man yeah good luck much success okay Thank you. You bet. There he goes. Ben LeMay off into the pits. Scott Casper, Tony Wink. We're taking it to, uh, well, taking it to the top of our number two, by the way. That's our our overall goal. And uh, we hope you stick with us. Uh, still waiting in the wings, Austin Politelli, uh, Krista Beat from Kicker Arena Cross. A lot of news there. Benjamin Smith in our number two, as is Andrew Looker and Blaine Thompson. Looking forward to it, as I'm sure you are as well. It's Pit Pass, part of the Evergreen Podcast production company, evergreenpodcast.com. Hey, it's Colin Edwards. You're...
3: Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really, no. Know. know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock.